Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. Hey guys, I'm sorry I've been away from the podcast for a while, but whatever whatever I haven't posted on here, I've posted on my main YouTube channel, I'm back on the main channel, um, I've been posting on there while my laptop's been in the shop, um, so make sure you hit on there, you can see what I've posted if you need to, um, I posted on the other YouTube channel as well, but I decided to just stick with the main channel because it's, um, got more traction. And just now you're starting over, honestly. But yeah, I'm sorry I haven't been on this podcast in a while. Due to my laptop issues, I had to get that fixed. But I'm back. Thanks for sticking with me. And enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tip of the Ice Wrestling Podcast. For Wrestling's Rally, this episode is going to be my first ever review of NWA Power. This is a weekly episodic wrestling show that comes on their YouTube channel and Facebook page. And this just started last week. I didn't get the chance to review last week's episode, sadly. But I watched this week's last night. I caught it late. And the show was pretty good. Now, the, to me, the concept of studio wrestling is unknown. I didn't watch NWA when I was younger because when I was born, it was gone, I think. I was born in 94. So I think that concept was dead back then. But uh, Billy Corgan, Jim Cornette, and all them, they bought it back here with NWA Power. So what this is, is just, like I said, your studio-based wrestling promotion. They have different sets, like for interviews, and they got a wrestling ring section. And they got a good crowd of, I would guess, maybe five, six hundred people, maybe. I don't know how many people's in the crowd, just a guess. It's a good size studio audience, and they are hype. Now, my only concern with studio audiences is, is this hype genuine? Or is it like the applause sign comes up, or the cheer sign comes up? But to me, what I've noticed is the audience, it sounds pretty genuine and authentic. It doesn't sound staged, or doesn't sound forced. When they cheer or applaud, it might in some instances, but from the majority of, of the show, they sound genuine and excited to be there. And the concept, the set, and all that, it looks good. It's very, very different than what I'm used to with WWE and AW and all the other, literally any other promotion. Uh, NWA is the only one that's doing actual studio wrestling. And this used to be a gym back in the day, apparently, from what the what. Everybody talks about this used to be a very popular form of wrestling, or maybe the only form of wrestling back in the day. I'm not sure how that worked. But all the wrestlers who were here, they seem like they want to be there. They're energized to be there. They're eager to be there. And the matches are pretty good, pretty good. And the show opened up with um, an opening promo from Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Um, Damian Mizdow slash Sandow from WWE. 
And this promo was very good, but it was too much Miz-like. Basically, Aaron Stevens is, I, I, I went to Hollywood, I've had success, now I'm back to wrestling. Love me. Um, basically, what I got out of that promo. And it reminded me, literally, copy and paste of The Miz. Now, that could be good, that could be bad. Let's see how this character progresses. But to me, I got flashbacks of Mizdale, Damien Sandow, which that's where his success was, to a degree. So I understand why he keep that niche. But I just got full flashbacks to The Miz with Aaron Stevens. Take that how you want it. Uh, I'm curious to see how this character progresses. But it was, an, it was a cool promo from uh, Aaron Stevens. The first match we had was Trevor Murdoch versus, um, I think his nickname's All Natural, Ricky Storm. This match was a very good match, and um, Starks looked very good, and Murdoch, I was always a decent fan of Murdoch back when he was in WWE, but I didn't know he was wrestling still until now, and it looks exactly the same, and he's the grizzly veteran here, trying to put over the younger talent. Murdoch's good in the ring, he's a good veteran-esque person, and Ricky Starks has a decent moveset. The match could have went a little bit longer, Maybe had Starks hit his finisher, um, just to see what his finisher was, because he rolled him up with a crucifix, which was an interesting ending. But I would like to see a little bit more from Starks, and Murdoch did very good in putting him over. Murdoch is good in the ring, and then afterwards he shook hands. He's like, it wasn't my night, kid. So good sportsmanship from Murdoch. Um, overall, good match. I would prefer it to be a little bit longer, and seeing Starks' arsenal a little bit more. Um, but it's a good tease, I guess, to see what he does going forward. But Murdoch was a good veteran figure here. Overall, the match was it, it was good. And then the post-match interview by Starks was very good. He's very charismatic. That's good to see. Maybe a little over-charismatic, just a, just a smidgen. But overall, he was good. He was, he was charismatic. You can tell he liked. Um, he's good on the mic. He could get a little bit better, but he was good on the mic. It was a good, good um, post-match promo. Good match. I was impressed overall. The Nationals announced that the pay-per-view would be NWA Into the Fire on December 14th. And I'm not sure how we'll watch the pay-per-view, I guess, on the YouTube channel. Um, not sure. Um, next up, we had a um, Colt Boom Boom Combat interview. And he introduces his partner, tag partner, Mr. Anderson. This is an interesting pairing, because I, I don't know much about Colt Cabana, aside from his podcast, and he's supposed to be, he's playing a very good wrestler, I don't take that phone, um, but I've never really seen him do much, personally, so it's good to see him on this platform, I can see what he does and all that, um, then we had, after this interview between the two, they're, they're, they're a comedy duo, in a way, but I can see where they could get serious if they need to. Especially Mr. Anson, he's been always been a serious character. But they had Colt Cabana and Mr. Anson versus Salo or Ronaldo, I think they say his name, and Jordan Kingsley. Um, this is a fun match just to get Cabana and Anson over. Um, Mr. Anson's he's the same as he was when I saw him in WWE and TNA years ago. His moveset hasn't changed much. Cabana on the other hand, he well, he's a very comedic character with the um a very authentic, unorthodox moveset, in a way. 
Um, it was a good match, but for me, this team has to show me a lot, a little bit more to get me invested in them as contenders in the tag team division. Um, but I think that they can go places maybe. But I wasn't too impressed with them in this match. It was just a little, it's like like a six minute match. Um, Anson won the mic check. Um, overall, this, t- this team is cool, but they need to have a nice some competition in the future to see how they really stack together. And honestly, I could see this. I could see Anson turn on Cabana any minute now. That's just how Anson has that. I can turn on you any second now. Aesthetic. So I don't know how long this will go, but I, I, I would mind seeing these two feud. Um, Cabana's moveset, like I said, is, is interesting. Um, I need to see a little bit more from him before I get to invest in him as a character. I know he's well-known and all that, but I need to see more. This is my opinion. Um, but the tag match was fun. It was it was good. The next match was where it was a... Um, talking to Nick Aldis. It was play, I, I didn't catch the guy's name, but the main interviewer, or one of the main interviewers, sat down before the show and uh, interviewed Nick Aldis and uh, Carmel, I think's her name. And I love the Nick Aldis character is my favorite character going right now in all of wrestling, aside from like Darby Allen and NWA. Excuse me, in AEW, um, a lot of AEW characters I like, but Nick Aldis to me is one of the best heels going. And I'll talk about that towards the end or at the end of the review. But I'm, I'm just very, very intrigued and I enjoy the Nick Aldis character going at the current time. Um, but. After this, we had the pay promotions during the like the breaks, quote unquote, were hilarious. Um, gave me it gave me um South Park even wrestling vibes. That's a good thing. Those pay promotions are hilarious. I do enjoy them. I think they're very funny. Um, after the one of the pay promotions, we had Eddie. There was the, we had Eddie Kingston and Homicide like interview before their main event match with the Wild Cards. Um. This team's very, they're very good in the mind. They're very, they're a different team. You got Homicide, who's like the, he can he can get get loose and get crazy when need be. And Eddie Kingston's just the, I'm a tall constantly and smash mouthy constantly. I like his character. It's very brash and I like it. Um, after this, we had the women's champion, Allison K versus Ashley Vox in a non-title match. This match was a very good match. Uh, Kay's been the champ for 150 days going. Um, so I'm new to her as well. And actually, Vox, I'm new to her as well. Um, this match is a pretty good match. Um, Vox looked really impressive. They both would be very, she was very impress, impressive going out of the match. And Kay looked to be a dominant champion in the end. Um, and then post-match interview with uh, Champion K was very sportsmanship-like, but also very cocky. She's like, give by a future kid, but not with my title. Love that line. K's a good champion, a very good women's champion. And based on all the women's champions we got now, I say she can be one of the best in the business. Based on what we got on mainstream. Because um, AEW's got Rio. And Rio's, I like Rio, but I'm not a big fan of Rio yet. So she's a lot to prove to me. And you got Becky Lynch on Raw and Bayley on SmackDown. Um, they're they're adequate champions. I've had enough. Of, they're both both of the women's divisions on Raw and SmackDown are not the best currently. And while NWA's um, division is also developing, I think Ashley Vox carries herself as a very good champion. 
and I think she reminds me of Becky Lynch a little, a little teensy bit, but she's um, confident. She's cocky. She's a good heel champion. So far, all the heels in the NWA, I've liked to make it. They look like genuine, authentic heels, and I love it. I love it. The, the character development so far has been pretty good, and I think Ashley Vox is one of the best women's champions as far as character goes going forward. She'll need a little bit more development, I know, but based on the post-match interview here, I feel like she could be a good um, marquee champion for the brand, for the women's division. I think she could help elevate the women and all that stuff. But, yeah, I was very impressed with um, Allison Kay here. I might say Box Baxter, but Allison Kay's champion. I was very impressed with her here. I'm curious to see who she's a fight for title. Because I don't know the full roster yet. Um, I haven't seen a, ros a roster list on any way yet. So I have to look into that. But, yeah, I'm very impressed with Ashley, uh, excuse me, uh, Allison Kay as a women's champion. The title could be a little bit bigger. <laughs> I guess that's the, again, the old school belts back then weren't that big. I don't know how that worked. But the, the belt's a little small for me. But again, AEW's women's title is very small. So I guess that's the trend. I don't know. But yeah, this match was, it helped elevate both competitors, especially Allison K being the champ. Liked it a lot. Post-match interview, she was cocky, but had, but had something nice to say about her opponent. I liked it. Very cool. After this match, we had um, uh, James Storm's promo, and this was the promo of the night by far since the debut um, of NWA Power. This promo was fantastic. I got Dusty Rhodes vibes from this promo from James Storm. Basically, he's, it was his hard life. His, I think it's a hard life promo is what Dusty called it. I should know the name of that by now, but I think it's like the Hard Life promo by Dusty. James Storm was just very passionate, like, I'm a country guy, and I go to church and all this stuff, and I bleed wrestling, all that stuff. It was, it was your typical, I'm a um, hardcore, I'm a believer. I, I don't know how to describe the promo, honestly, but it was, it was a very good promo. James Storm was, was giving his reasons why he's who he is, and how he's going to go after the 10 pounds of gold, the NWA World Heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. It was just, this way he delivered the promo was just fantastic. With so much passion and drive, and it was just a good promo. He came off as a heel at the beginning, but by the end he's like, yeah, he's a face. Or he's a tweener, I don't know. But Eli Drake came out and told, basically put over um, James Storm and how accomplished he is and how good he is. And he's like, when you win the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, don't forget your boy. I think this would be a good feud going forward. Um, and so both of these guys in the in the title picture have uh, Aldis versus Storm versus Dragon Triple Threat match. That'd be a fantastic match, no doubt. Or just do the Storm Drake No More Contendership match to face Aldis. Either one I'm fine with. No matter how this goes down, the match would be fantastic. I'm very interested to see Storm versus Drake here. I think this will be a fantastic match. I'm all in for this. Um, I'm all invested in this storyline. I think this will be a good play, a playoff. And uh, I think it will be a good match regardless of what happens. There's no wrong way to book this in my opinion. I'm fine with either guy fighting the artist. Um, it would be a good match regardless. Um, next up we had... Um,
the main event. It was the Wild Cards, the Tag Team Champions versus the Eddie Kingston and Homicide for the NWA Tag Team Championships. This match was a great match. This match was a good, very good match, in my opinion. Um, I'm new to both these teams, except for Homicide, because I knew him from TNA when he was in LAX. Um, this match is pretty good. I'm new to the Wild Card, and, um... It was just, that team is okay. It's, they're a pretty good team. I'm not used to them. But they both were good fighters, good wrestlers. Homicides have always been good. Eddie Kingston is just, you know, I'm going to beat you up and brawl and just punch you everywhere I can punch you. No, no craps given. I'm just going to beat you up type of character. I liked it a lot. Both these teams jail pretty well together. It was a good main event. Um, the Dawson Brothers in the fan beat up both teams. And this is probably leading to a triple threat tag match for the titles of the pay-per-view. Awesome. This, this is going to be a good match. Um, and it's going to be, they're doing a lot of building here, a lot of development. And they did it in a, in a way that's good. They didn't, like, for, like, it wasn't, it wasn't obvious to me. Like, yeah, they're building towards this, this, and this. It was subtle. It was well-planned. It was executed very well. I enjoyed the whole show a lot. Um, I love the Nick Adams character, <clears throat> because after the match and stuff was over, they had an interview, and Nick just, I love his interview, he's a good promo, he's the best heel in the business right now, I don't care what no one says, he's a fantastic heel, I've heard praise over his heel work, and just his characters in general over recent years, but I never really got into it, but I regret it now, because he's fantastic, his character is great, he carries himself like a true champion. He carries himself very well, very confident. I like it a lot. And I'm interested to see who, no matter who he fights, I'm interested in the match. He's just that great of a character. Um, Carmel, I think his name Carmel wouldn't Carmel wouldn't talk. So I'm interested to see when she'll talk and why she's not talking. That's an interesting dynamic. <coughs> but I love the Nick Adams character. I love his, his talent. looks fantastic. Um... Overall, the show was very good, in my opinion. Being studio wrestling and being new to me, I personally really enjoyed um, the show. It was very good wrestling. It was a very quick hour. I liked it a lot. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. No issues here for me. Except that Mizdale, excuse me, Aaron Stevens, is a lot like his Mizdale character. I figured he'd break away from that a little bit. But, besides from that, and, um... That's pretty much it. The whole show looked very good to me. I enjoyed all of it. No issues there much. Um, they developed the pay-per-view very much. You have a lot. They have a lot of stories going on. You don't know where they're headed. I like the unpredictability of the show. I just um, can't wait to see where they go from here. Let me know what you think of the show in the comments below. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, five stars, I'll give it four out of five. I enjoyed it a lot. I think NWA Power should be something you get behind and try to watch. If you don't like it, that's fine. But give it a watch. It'll be a very different alternative than what you're used to, I'm sure. Being studio wrestling, I think you'll like it. If not, it's fine. It's not everybody's cup of tea. But I like it personally. So thanks for listening or watching, guys. Have a great day.